the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. Today we're going to get into these 21 supernatural benefits of fasting and prayer. If you've not gotten a, a chance to share it, take a minute to do so, and uh, and we're going to get into these. I'm going to give you one to start off, and then we're going to give you the rest from Isaiah chapter 58. So if you have your Bible, I want you to open it to Isaiah chapter 58. Hey, good morning, Talitha. Love you. Um, happy New Year to you and Steve. Isaiah 58 is where we're going to be getting 20, and then I'm going to give you one to start off the list. Hope you guys have a, a, a beverage in hand. Get yourself a beverage, as my grandfather used to say, a, a pen, some paper, and your Bible, and, um, and take notes on these, because the, these will help you. And I'm going to show you from the scripture that God has a plan to bless you. And by the end of this fast, things are going to change in Jesus' name. Things will supernaturally change by the power of God's spirit. So number one, and, and you guys can pop these in the comments as we're going through them and put the scripture references if you'd like to. Uh, number one, this is a supernatural benefit. And I want to talk to you about this first. Uh, a supernatural benefit, and this is not found in Isaiah 58, but I'm going to talk about it first, is that it takes control of your flesh. It takes control of your flesh. I touched on this some yesterday, but I want to reiterate a couple of things. Galatians chapter 5 and verses 16 and 17, Paul's talking about how your flesh is constantly at war with your spirit. No matter how long you're saved, no matter how long you serve the Lord or what age you are, your flesh is constantly at war with your spirit. And the Bible says in the King James, I believe that the flesh lusteth against the spirit. But one translation says the flesh is at war with the spirit. And so they're contradictory to each other. The spirit wants to please the Lord, but your flesh wants to do what's carnal. It wants to do what it wants to do that the sin nature wants. So the carnal nature of your flesh wants to do carnal things, which is opposed to the desire of your spirit, which wants to do supernatural things that are pleasing unto God. So Paul taught this morning, Ted and Ashley love you guys. Happy new year. Paul taught this in first Corinthians nine. He said on a daily basis, I've got to put my body under subjection. This is first Corinthians nine 27. I've got to put my body under subjection so that after having preached to others, I myself will not become disqualified. So Paul's saying, I've got to keep my flesh in a place of obedience and submission to what the spirit wants, because he's the one who taught and understood that your flesh wars against your spirit. And so the one of the wonderful supernatural benefits of fasting is that it takes control of your flesh. Literally, it's like telling your flesh to shut up and to get in line. I said this, I believe, on the first day of the week. My flesh is not qualified to run my future. My flesh is not qualified to run my future. My emotions are not qualified to run my future. And you guys should write that down and write it in the comments. Again, my flesh is not qualified to run my future. 
People who live by the flesh will walk in failure. They'll walk in decrease. Those that are governed by their emotions won't walk in the miracle power of God. We can't walk by what we see in the natural, by circumstances. We've got to walk by the spirit and will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. So we understand what one of the supernatural things fasting does is takes control of the flesh. You know, it's interesting. Part of your flesh is your tongue. Part of your flesh is the words you speak. And the Bible says in the book of James, chapter three and verse eight, that the tongue is an unruly evil that cannot be tamed by any man. Well, it can be tamed by the spirit. It can be tamed by the spirit. So one of the things that happens is this flesh that seems untamable is tamed by the spirit of God as you fast and pray. And your flesh has to come under subjection. Melanie, that scripture was 1 Corinthians 9, 27. 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 27. And so my, my flesh is not qualified to run my future. And so the, the first supernatural benefit of fasting and prayer is that it puts this carnal nature, this flesh that's opposed to the spirit under subjection, makes it shut up and obey and come in line with what God wants to do. So now here's what I want to do. I'm going to read to you uh, Isaiah chapter 58 verses 8 through 14, and then I'm going to break these other 20 down for you. Are you ready? Isaiah 58 verses 8 through 14. Let me read it to you, and then we'll break down these 20 uh, other supernatural benefits of fasting and prayer. Uh God already has said earlier in the chapter, is this not the fast that I've chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Now listen to verse eight. Then shall your light break forth like the dawn and your healing will spring forth speedily. Your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you'll call and the Lord will answer you. You'll cry and he'll say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness, if you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then you sh your, then shall your light rise in the darkness and your gloom be as the noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places and make your bones strong. And you'll be like a watered garden like a spring of water whose waters do not fail and your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You'll be called the repairer of the breach, restorer of streets to dwell in. If you turn back your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day and call the Sabbath a delight and a holy day unto the Lord honorable, if you honor it, not going in your own ways and seeking your own pleasure or talking idly, then you shall take delight in the Lord and I will make you ride on the heights of the earth. I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. And so we're going to break down those six verses, and I'm going to give you 20 supernatural benefits of fasting and prayer that were just found what I read in those six verses of scripture where God's commanding his people to fast and pray. And keep, keep in mind, 
because I'm sure there'll be people watching or what that watch later say, well, you know, they get into those old Testament scriptures that were just written to Israel and they try to make them apply to the body of Christ in the new Testament. But people don't understand that that was just for Israel. It's not just for Israel. And I'll give you a couple of reasons why. Number one, the first reason that these things are not just for Israel is because Paul taught in the New Testament that when you get saved, Galatians chapter 3 and verse 29, if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and an heir according to the promise. So the first reason it's not just for Israel is because uh, you are actually becoming a part of of Israel by coming into Christ. Paul actually called it the spirit of adoption. We are adopted into the family of God. We become a part of the Abrahamic covenant because of Christ. So it's not just limited to natural Israel in the Old Testament. We become a part of God's family through Christ. And those blessings also belong to us. We're the seed of Abraham and heirs according to the promise. So we are heirs. We have ability to take part in our inheritance through what Christ did. Number two, the second reason it's not just for them is because God is no respecter of persons. Acts 10 34. Peter said, I perceive God is no respecter of persons. He said that after finding out that God released the gospel message and the infilling of the Holy Spirit to Gentiles and not just Jews. He said that while the revival was going on in Cornelius's house, an Italian family that were not Jewish, that were the first to get the gospel and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And Peter saw what was happening and said, wow, God didn't just reserve these blessings for the Jews, they're for the Gentiles as well. And so the blessing of God comes to the Gentiles. The third reason that it's not just for Israel is because the Bible says in Hebrews chapter eight and verse six, that now we have a better covenant that is established upon better promises. And so if God was willing to do these things for his children in the Old Testament, and we've got an even better covenant than they had, how much more will God do these things for his children in the New Testament? Of course he will. Of course he will. And so these things are for you, not just for the people of Israel in the book of Isaiah. It's for you and it's for me. And if God did it for them, he'll do it for us because God is moved by faith, not tradition. God is moved by faith, not tradition. If you're taking notes, pop that in the comments. God is moved by faith, not tradition. He doesn't move traditionally. He moves by faith. So let's break these down. Number one, of course, this is number two, because the number one I gave you was uh, that your, your flesh will be supernaturally subdued. So let's call it number two. Number two, Isaiah 58 and verse eight, the Bible says, then your light will break forth like the morning. Then your light will break forth like the morning. What does that mean? I told you this yesterday. Anytime that you see that in the Bible, you see the, the light, it's, it's speaking of the revelation knowledge of God's word. I'll give you an example. Psalm 119 and verse 130. The Bible says, Lord, the entrance of your word brings light and gives understanding to the simple. And so one of the things that takes place when you fast and pray is that your light breaks forth. You're the revelation knowledge of God's word. You're illuminated. It is illuminated onto your heart. 
the things that the God, that God's word is teaching and speaking to his people. This is a very important benefit because the Bible says you'll know the truth and the truth that you know will set you free. John 8, 32. It's the truth that you know that will set you free. You cannot be made free by a truth you don't know. You cannot be made free by a truth that you don't have by revelation. Many of you that are watching, you can probably remember the first time you ever realized or heard that Jesus is a healer and that you don't have to wait till you get to heaven to receive healing. You can receive it here on the earth. That's a revelation. And now that you know that, you can have faith for it. And now that you can have faith for it, you can receive it. So now you know the truth about healing and the truth has made you free from sickness and disease. So if you don't know the truth, truth can't make you free. And part of what fasting and prayer does is it initiates or activates a spirit of wisdom and revelation as Paul taught to the Ephesians. He said, pray that a spirit of wisdom and revelation would come upon you. So why? So that you would understand the mysteries that are in the word of God, the hope of your calling, the mysteries of the gospel. So when you fast and pray, your light breaks forth like the morning and you begin to have revelation knowledge. It happens to me every time I fast and pray, every time when I'm doing my Bible reading through that, through those times of fasting and prayer, I see things that I've never seen before. Things that I've written, books that I've written have come out of fasting and prayer. Things that, man, I never saw that in the scripture. And then a whole string of thought was illuminated to me by the Holy Spirit during times of fasting and prayer. Why? Because as you fast and pray, your light will break forth like the morning. Expect to see things you've never seen in God's word as you fast and pray in 2020. Number three, then your health will spring forth speedily. Number two is revelation knowledge of God's word. Your light will break forth like the morning. Thank you, Crystal, for sowing a seed. Then your light will break forth like the morning. Number three, then your health will spring forth speedily. So one of the things God promises as you fast and pray is that divine healing will come into your body. Whatever you were sick with, whatever was trying to oppress your physical body, even your mind, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, glaucoma, COPD, cancer, whatever it might be. It is leaving your body in Jesus' mighty name. For God himself promised that as we would begin to fast and pray, that your healing would spring forth speedily. Quick healing is a promise of fasting and prayer. Speedy recovery, quick healing is a promise of fasting and prayer. If you're battling something you've been battling for a long time, expect your healing to manifest quickly during these 21 days of fasting and prayer. My healing will come quickly during 21 days of fasting and prayer. And we're confessing that by the time we come to the other end of this fast, praying every day, that the mighty divine healing power of God will have already flowed through your body, driving out every sickness and every disease, driving out every sickness and every disease. Number four, then your righteousness will go before you. Your righteousness will go before you. What does that mean? What does it mean when God says your righteousness will go before you? Well, Jeremiah said by revelation of the Holy Spirit that the Lord is our righteousness. 
You've heard that scripture. The Lord is our righteousness. Because that's that's how we get the covenant name of God, Jehovah Sitkanu. It means God, our righteousness. Jehovah Sitkanu, God, our righteousness. So when he says your righteousness will go before you, literally, God himself, he sends his spirit in front of you. And I love what he said to King Cyrus in Isaiah 45. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. Hallelujah. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. Why? Because understand this. If you're ever traveling on a, on a road and you, you may have one of the fastest cars that's sold, but anytime you have to make a turn or avoid an obstacle, you have to slow your vehicle down. So understand, you don't, you know, you might be on, on the interstate at 75 miles an hour, but you don't make a sharp right turn at 75 miles an hour. You could roll your car because anytime you have to change direction or avoid obstacles or go another way, you have to slow down in order to make the turn. So because God wants us to run with strength and momentum, what is he doing for us? Going out in front of us, making the crooked places straight so that we can run with momentum. You know, anytime they try to determine how fast a car or a motorcycle can go out of the factory, they say, man, this car goes from zero to 60 in 1.9 seconds. How do they determine that? They put that car on a straightaway, a racetrack, and they floor it. That car doesn't have to go through an obstacle course or change direction while they're testing the speed. It goes from point A to point B in a straight line, and they test the momentum and speed of the car, the acceleration. And the same thing is going to be true with us. God's going to go ahead of us in 2020. Our righteousness will go before us in 2020. And every obstacle that stood in front of us to slow us down or that we were going to have to avoid, the power of God is going to wipe that thing off of our map in Jesus' name. And every crooked place is being made straight. And we will run with momentum by the power of God in Jesus' name. We will run with momentum. By the power of God, in Jesus' name. That's number four. Your righteousness will go before you. Number five, the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. That is divine protection. But I don't just call it divine protection because I think it's interesting that the Bible says it'll be your rear guard. That's that's almost like if the enemy launched an attack against you from behind, a surprise attack, if you will. Because notice, when you look at the armor of God that's listed in Ephesians chapter 6, notice that the armor of God covers only the front of you. It's a breastplate. It's a helmet. It's a belt. You know, it's a shield. It's a sword. You go through all the pieces uh, of the armor of God. They cover the front of you. But I always wondered, you know, people always preached, you know, well, that's because God never wants you to run from a fight because when you run away from your enemy, you expose your back. But as a logical thinker, I always used to think when that was preached, well, what if the enemy tried to come from behind and do a surprise attack? And then I read this scripture, the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. He gives you all of those things to cover the front of you, to protect the front of you. But then God says, I myself will have your back. I myself will guard you from behind. So it doesn't matter who tries a sneak attack against God's people. The Bible teaches that God's glory itself, his anointing, his power, his glory will guard you from behind. That's even a warning of things to come. 
Because let me tell you, people don't know what's going to come in the future unless the Lord shows them. And I remember hearing the story that Brother Hagin told about how he woke up out of a dead sleep. The Lord woke him up. And uh, he began to tell him about the future. He said, there's going to be a financial recession that's coming to America. But if you'll do the things that I'm telling you to do right now, it will come, but you and your ministry will never feel the effects of the recession that's coming to America. And so when Brother Hagin got up, he got a notepad and a, a pen, and the Lord began to speak to him about practical steps that he needed to immediately take with his ministry and administration so that he would never feel the effects of the recession that was coming. And so he went that day and accomplished the things the Lord told him to do. Months later, the recession hit America. And I read that he said many, many ministries suffered because of it. Many had to stop what they were doing in their work. Many had to downsize. He said, do you know, we never felt one effect of the, of the financial recession. And it was during the time of the re- of the recession. He said that all of the finances came into their ministry to build the Rama campus in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So in a time when everybody else is losing out, he's increasing. Why? Because God was his rear guard. The glory of the Lord guarded him about things that were going to come that were going to be uh, look like a hindrance or an attack for him. It didn't affect him at all. Why? The glory of the Lord is your rear guard. Hallelujah. That's divine protection and divine warning of things to come. That's number five. Number six, then you'll call and the Lord will answer you. Expect great answers to prayer during this time of fasting and prayer. Expect great answers to prayer. Maybe there's something that you've been praying about for years and it hasn't come to pass. I want to say this to you. If you have had issues for years, and I have people that write us all the time and say, you know, I've been praying for this for 17 years and I've not seen an answer and I don't know what to do. It just seems like God doesn't hear me or God's not answering my prayers. Remember this, Jesus taught that there are certain things that do not move until you fast and pray told that to the disciples in Mark 9, 29. He said, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So there are certain things that won't change until people obey the command of Christ to fast and pray. And the Bible's telling us here to expect your prayers to be answered in times of fasting and prayer. Expect your prayers to be answered in times of fasting and prayer. Number seven, You'll cry and he'll say, here I am. Your supplications, your supplications. You'll not be outside of the presence of God. You will not be outside of the presence of God. I can't tell you how many times people write that to me. You know, I feel, I can't feel God's presence anymore. I just feel like he's, he's, he's rejected me. We have people write that all the time. It's a very sad thing to hear. I can't feel his presence. I do, I do everything I know to do. You know, and and I just can't seem to feel God anymore. I used to be able to, but I feel like I've done something. Begin to fast and pray. Get in his presence. And you'll cry, and guess what? He'll not stiff arm you. He'll say, here I am, the Bible says. He'll say, here I am. Do you know, sometimes it, this is hard for people to understand, but God expects a diligent seeking of his presence. God's not gonna be, God's not gonna, allow you to booty call him, if you will. 
God's not going to allow you to, you know, well, I need him now. So I'm going to text him at three in the morning because I need some action. No, that's not how God operates with his children. You can't be flippant with the presence of God. I was watching last night. My cousin sent me something of these guys that are ministers, like ministers, full-blown ministers, full-time ministers. And uh, they were at some conference doing something and they're up there mocking, you know, and treating lightly. You know, they got up there and started mocking like what they, how they used to praise God and worship God in the nineties and all that, mocking it, you know, treating it lightly, like it's a joke. You can grieve my spirit, grieve my cousin's spirit. You can't lightly esteem the things of God. You can't mock the spirit of God. You, you can't treat it lightly. And people get all, people think, and here's what's crazy. People think they can just do whatever they want to do. And God's just going to keep manifesting his presence in their life. It doesn't work like that. God will forgive you. Yes. But God's looking for diligent seekers, diligent seekers. Hebrews eleven six. Anybody that comes to God must believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. What did he say to Jeremiah? When you search after me with your whole heart, you'll find me. When you search after me with your whole heart, you'll find me. That doesn't sound like flippant seeking. That doesn't sound like you're just treating his, his spirit in a, in a flippant way or treating it lightly. No, he's everything. He's everything to you. And he's everything to me. He's everything to you. And he's everything to me. He is holy. That's right. He is holy. And the things he does are holy. And they needed to be, they need to be treated like they're holy because God will not put up with that kind of nonsense. If you think God doesn't turn people over to a reprobate mind and you, you haven't read the word, we need to treat the presence of God like it's holy and seek after him and seek after him with all of our hearts. Fasting and prayer is a way to do that. You'll cry and he'll say, here I am. You'll cry out and he'll say, here I am. You'll be found by God in this time of fasting and prayer. Even if you feel like you've been outside of his presence, fast and pray until you get back into his presence again. And I'm telling you, you will, you will receive it. Hallelujah. You will receive it. Verse 10, then shall your light rise in obscurity, divine promotion. That's number eight. Divine promotion comes. If you guys are looking for the prayer points, they can be found on the app. You just go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and download our app, Miracle Word is what you search for. The Miracle Word app, the prayer points are right on the homepage of the app and you can get all of them. For the ones we'll be releasing on the fast, they'll be released on social media each day of the fast starting tomorrow. Number eight, divine promotion comes. Then will your light rise in obscurity. And that's going to be your story in Jesus name. People, you know, I prophesied something by the Holy Spirit when I was in West Virginia that I'd never said before, but God said this by his spirit to us in revival. He said that 2020 is going to be a year that he will tear down things that were built by the flesh and he will build things in the spirit and raise people up that others have never heard of before. He said, because people are, are looking at certain things that are going on in the body of Christ, thinking that I built them. I had nothing to do with them. They were built by the flesh and I'll tear them down in 2020 and I will elevate the things that are done by the spirit in 2020. 
And so one of the things we know is divine promotion can only come from the Lord. Psalm 75 verses 6 and 7, the Bible says promotion doesn't come from the east or the west or the south. Promotion comes from the Lord and he alone decides who will rise and who will fall. No one else can decide who will rise and who will fall except the Lord. He's the only one. And so expect it during your time of fasting and prayer. Number eight, divine promotion is coming to us in 2020 as we fast and as we pray. Your, number nine, your darkness will be as the noonday when it's bright. Every demonic force that's tried to come against your life is being defeated in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Your darkness will be like the noonday. Why? The light of God's word is coming to you. The light of God's power is coming to you. And every dark force that tried to operate in your family, every dark force that tried to operate in your mind, in your business, in your finance, as you seek the face of God, as you fast and pray, every spirit of darkness is being destroyed and your darkness will be like the noonday. Demonic oppression is being broken. I'm telling you, you can fast and pray and get in the presence of God till every suicidal thought leaves your mind. Every suicidal thought leaves your mind till chronic depression runs out of your life, till cancer runs out of the cells of your body. Your darkness will be as the noonday. Every spirit of wickedness that's tried to function in your life is being destroyed by the fire of the Holy Ghost in 2020 as we fast and pray. The fire of God, which will bring the light like it's the noonday, will burn up every wicked thing. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. As smoke is driven away by the wind, let the wicked be driven away by the breath of God. As wax is melted in the fire, let the fire of God melt every wicked thing that's tried to come and touch your house or your family. That's Psalm 68 verses 1, 1 and 2 if you want to read it. Every wicked thing burn up by the fire of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, your darkness will be like the noonday. Number 10, the Lord shall guide thee continually. Divine direction and wisdom belong to you in 2020 as you fast and pray. Divine direction and wisdom belong to you in 2020 as you fast and pray. Many of you are wondering which way you should go, if you should start that business, which college you should attend, if this relationship is right for you, should you get married to this person. There's many things that people are wondering about that simply, Psalm 68 verses 1 and 2, that simply cannot be found in God's word. There are many things that people say, well, the word of God is all we need. The word of God is not all we need. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. We need to be led by the Spirit. There are all kinds of things that are going to happen with your life, decisions you're going to have to make that you won't find the answers in God's Word. God's Word's not going to tell you who to marry. It'll give you parameters, but it's not going to show you the person. God's Word's not going to tell you where to go to college. God's Word's not going to tell you what you should do for your purpose in life. That stuff is revealed by the voice of the Holy Spirit. And so we need the voice of the Holy Spirit. We need divine direction. And as we fast and pray, one of the benefits is that the Lord shall guide thee continually. So expect it. Expect that as you go throughout your year, 
in 2020 that every single decision that you have to make, you'll make the right one in Jesus' name because the Holy Spirit will guide you, he will lead you, and he'll give you wisdom and direct you. That is a benefit of fasting and prayer. You know, did you know that even in the New Testament, they wouldn't even make important decisions unless they had fasted and prayed through fasting and prayed. You know, they didn't just um, separate apostles into the ministry like Paul and Barnabas, you know, like uh, Matthias. They, They didn't just separate them out. They fasted and they prayed. They fasted and they prayed. They got the mind of God regarding the situation and they got wisdom and direction. And that's a benefit of fasting and prayer. Then the Lord shall guide thee continually. Number 11, he shall satisfy thy soul in drought. He shall satisfy thy soul in drought. A Holy Spirit visitation and refreshing belongs to you during a time of fasting and prayer. Holy Spirit visitation and refreshing. That's number 11. Holy Spirit visitation and refreshing. Do you know when when uh, Brother A.A. A. Allen, who was a mighty man of God during the Voice of Healing movement in the 50s, when he was frustrated with his ministry, when T.L. Osborne was frustrated with, with his ministry, what did they do? They fasted and they prayed. They weren't seeing the miracles like they wanted to see. They weren't seeing the conversions like they wanted to see. What did they do? They fasted and they prayed. And as they fasted and prayed, guess what happened? They had a visitation from the Lord, a visitation. Brother Allen locked himself in his closet and said, I'm not coming out until I have an encounter with the Lord Jesus, until my ministry changes. I'm not coming out. And he stayed in there until the Lord appeared to him and began to speak to him about things he needed to do to increase. You'll have a Holy Spirit visitation. Your soul will be refreshed in a time of drought. Expect that in 2020. Expect that you'll have not just one, over and over and over, encounters with the Lord. Every single week that you'll have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Daily, you'll have an encounter with God. Do you know that there's fresh bread from heaven available to your life every single day? Jesus told his disciples to pray, give us this day our daily bread. Fresh bread is available. And so you, hallelujah. Number 11, he shall satisfy your soul in drought. Number 12, he will make fat thy bones. Number 12, he will make fat thy bones. What does that mean? It's not talking about healing here. It's talking about health. He already said your health would spring forth speedily, divine healing. Your healing would spring forth speedily. But here, he's talking about walking in divine health. It's one thing to be healed of a sickness. It's another thing for no sickness to come upon you. You see that? Let me say that again to encourage your faith. It's one thing to be healed of a sickness. It's another thing for no sickness to come upon you. This, this so moved my spirit in 2019 that I used, I added it to my prayer points and I would literally go outside as I prayed and I would take a good amount of time, a good amount of time to spend time. Every time we would cross over into a new month, I would spend time, man, you know, June, 
is over. We moved into July. Lift up my hands. Father, I thank you that another month has passed. Another month has gone by and no wicked thing has attacked my body or the bodies of my family members. I thank you, Lord, that no wicked thing has entered into my system. No sickness has been able to touch us. No disease has been able to touch us. No accident has been able to touch us. Nothing has been able to breach the covenant that we have. And I begin to thank God like that because I started to realize how powerful it is to walk in divine health rather than going from healing to healing. Now, healing's wonderful and we need it. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. But you know what's awesome is that you can walk in divine health. You can literally walk daily in divine health. And I begin to thank the Lord for that on an extreme basis. I would go out and just for 20 minutes, thank him and thank him and thank him. Thank you, Lord, that nothing evil has touched the minds of my family, that nobody's depressed, nobody's suicidal, nobody's anxious, nobody's feeling like giving up. Thank you that our bodies are strong. Thank you that there's nothing in our bodies that causes, we don't have to take one medication, Lord, I thank you. And I just thank him like that. Why? Because he'll make your bones fat. He'll allow you to walk in divine health by the power of his spirit. He will make your bones fat in Jesus' name. So watch this. As you're fasting and praying, expect your healing to quickly come and from that point forward to walk in divine health for the rest of the year in the mighty name of Jesus. That's number 12. Number 13, you shall be like a watered garden. That's number 13. You shall be like a watered garden. You know what that means? You're going to be supernaturally fruitful in 2020. As you fast and pray, God's giving you the ideas. He's giving you the strategies, plans, the purposes to be extremely fruitful in 2020. You shall be extremely fruitful in 2020. I want you to write it by faith in the comments section. I will be extremely fruitful in 2020. I will be extremely fruitful in 2020. It's your story in Jesus' name. It will be your story in Jesus' name. Put it in the comments section. Because you shall be like a watered garden. God's watering you by the water of his word. And you shall be extremely fruitful in 2020. Everything you touch will produce in Jesus' name. Everything you get involved with will see success in Jesus' name as you're, as you're led by the Spirit. God will guide you. That's why I love the, the leading of the Holy Spirit. Even in the Old Testament, God spoke through the prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah 48, 17, and he said, I'm the Lord, your God that teaches you to profit and leads you in the way that you should go. When you walk in the way that you should go, you will profit. Everything you touch will increase. You'll be like a watered garden, fruitful in 2020. That's it. Keep writing in the comments. I will be extremely fruitful in 2020. Praise the Lord. I will be extremely fruitful in 2020. I see more than ever, we have more people watching on YouTube uh, than ever before. People are starting to choose YouTube more and more. It's a more reliable platform than Facebook. But for those of you that haven't done it uh, yet, 
Whether you're watching on Periscope, Facebook, or YouTube, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you've not done so, because we're putting this stuff out there to build your faith. So do me a favor and subscribe if you would to the the YouTube channel. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Kim, for sowing a seed. You shall be extremely fruitful in Jesus' name. Number 14, you shall be like a spring of water whose waters fail not. You'll be like a spring of water whose waters fail not. That's number 14. You know what that means? You shall be continually blessed in 2020. You shall be continually blessed in 2020. You'll be like a spring of water whose waters fail not. You'll never stop flowing and blessing in 2020. You're, that, that flow will never cease in 2020. You'll just keep being more and more blessed. And what we've been confessing, violent increase, expedited favor, violent increase. People are wondering, thank you, Amber. People are, are, are wondering why, why is it that, um, why is it that you say the word violent? Because when you look at what God can do for you, God wants to make you a spectacle. Think about that word, spectacle. God wants to make you a spectacle of his goodness that he can point his finger at and say, see this? This is what I can do with my children. A spectacle. And so in order to do that, to make you almost to like show you off to the world, he has to do something that is evident and visible, not something that can be swept under the rug, not something that can be ignored, not something that can be thought of as a coincidence. It's got to be something that when he does it, people recognize God did that. Only God can do that. And God wants to do it. When I say violent increase, you know, it's one thing if like a little wave comes in on the shore at the beach. It's another thing if a monsoon hits and a tidal wave smashes into the beach. That is violent increase. You know, regular increase, you know, the tide comes up and just, you know, comes up and maybe starts wash slowly washing away the sandcastles that kids built. If a tidal wave hits the beach, it wipes everything out. And I'm not believing for a tiny little, um, you know, washing up of God's blessing in 2020. I'm believing that thing hits me like a tidal wave in 2020 in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm believing it hits your life like a tidal wave in 2020 in the mighty name of Jesus. Violent increase. It hits you with force by the power of God and expedited favor. You know why I say expedited? Because time is short. Jesus is coming soon and there's work to do and we need to be equipped with the resources to do the work. And I, you know, it's like having Amazon prime. You get that two day or one day free shipping versus having to wait nine to 12 business days. I'll take the two business days free overnight all the time over the nine to 12 business. Who wants to wait two weeks to get their thing they bought? And it's the same with God. He'll do it quickly. He'll do a quick work in your life in Jesus name in 2020. Hallelujah. You'll be like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Number 15, you will build the old waste places. 
You will build the old waste places. What does that mean? Doesn't matter what's gone on in your family before you. You know, people might might look at your family and say, yeah, they 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 came from a rough background. You know, their whole everybody behind them was alcoholics. You know, every marriage ended in a divorce. There was physical abuse, there was verbal abuse, there was drug abuse. You know, and, and you might be the first person saved in your entire family. That's fine. As you fast and pray, the Bible says that you will build the old waste places. Whatever looked like a curse in your family in the past, it comes to an end with you in Jesus' name. You will not be, and your children will not be, alcoholics or addicted to nicotine, addicted to pornography, marriages ending in divorce, always finding yourself in a place of debt and destruction. That's not going to be your story. You are building the old waste places. Whatever looked like a waste in previous generations, it looked like a, you know, almost like a spiritual holocaust in previous generations. It will not not be your story in the mighty name of Jesus. You'll not experience what your grandparents experienced. You'll not experience what your parents experienced. You are in a new covenant. You are now standing under the blood of Jesus Christ with new favor and new power. And you will now build the old waste places in the mighty name of Jesus. Those curses have no hold on a believer. A believer cannot be generationally cursed. That's reserved for unbelievers. Believers are freed from the curse. There's no curse that can stay on my life or yours. We are free from the curse. And so no generational curse that may have swept through families before they were saved is coming upon you or your children. You are free from the curse. It is broken and you will build the old waste places in Jesus' name. Number 16, thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations. Now we're moving forward. Now we were, before we were dealing with the past, now we're moving into the future. Number 16, you will raise up the foundations of many generations. You know what that means? You are going to establish family blessings. You are establishing it. Your children will be blessed because you're establishing a family blessing tradition in the power of God. Your grandchildren will be blessed. Your great-grandchildren will be blessed. Why? Because you are pressing into the anointing of God through fasting and prayer, and you shall establish family blessings by the power of God. See, anytime a generation starts to dedicate to the kingdom of God, Anytime a generation starts to dedicate themselves to the anointing of God, it reaps benefits from heaven. And those benefits do not stop with that person. They continue on generationally. Literally, the Bible says that the blessing of the Lord goes to a thousand generations, a thousand generations. So understand this, that you are establishing family blessing in your home with your children And so you'll raise up, I love that, you will raise up the foundations of many generations, the foundations, what they stand on. So your children will have something firm to stand on. Your grandchildren will have something firm to stand on. Your great, great, when you're gone, if Jesus tarries, when you're dead and gone, seven generations from now, they'll still be able to stand on a foundation that you were able to establish through dedication to the power of God. And that'll be your story in Jesus' name. You're starting a new family tree 
in the power of the Holy Ghost. That's number 16. Number 17, thou shalt be called a repairer of the breach. You shall be called a repairer of the breach. That means miracle power. What others couldn't do, what others could not do, things that couldn't be repaired by counseling, things that couldn't be repaired by doctors, things that couldn't be repaired by a financial planner getting involved with you, things that couldn't be repaired by bankruptcy. You shall be called a repairer of the breach, which means miracle working power is going to flow through your life. Things that were destroyed, things that looked like they could never come alive again, people will look at you and say, man, he really got that thing together. She really got that. Yeah, I'll be called a repairer of the breach because I will walk in supernatural miracle working power in Jesus name. Number 17, I'll be called a repairer of the breach. Why? Because miracle working power will be flowing in my life and in your life. And as we fast and pray, the Bible says it. The Bible tells us that even in the Old Testament and the New, as people fasted and they prayed, the power of God began to flow through them and use them mightily. And the same is going to be true for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You shall be called the restorer of paths to dwell in. Meaning you'll not just be healed and walk in divine health, but you will operate in healing power. Expect yourself to lay hands on the sick and watch them recover in 2020. Maybe you have never ever laid hands on somebody and seen them healed. Maybe you've never stepped out like that before, but you shall be called the restorer of paths to dwell in. So you'll be able to lay your hands on the sick and watch them recover. Don't wait for your pastor to do it. Don't wait for a revival to come to your church where you can bring people. Step out in faith because you're a disciple of Christ. And as you do what the disciples did, dedicate yourself to the anointing of God in this time of fasting and prayer. Get ready. Get ready to be used by the Holy Spirit to see people healed and receive deliverance and receive miracles through your faithfulness and through your life. In Jesus' name, lay your hands on the sick and watch them recover in 2020. Why? Because you're a person dedicated to the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Praise God. Number 19, then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord. Now, let me talk about this one for a minute because it's powerful. When you do what God asks you to do, It is pleasing unto God. Your obedience is pleasing unto God. When your life is pleasing unto God, he unlocks his favor in your life. He unlocks his favor. Let me read you a verse of scripture that I've been known to read often on the broadcast and on the podcast. Listen to this. This is... um, John 14, 21, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father. And then I will love him and manifest myself to him. So so catch this. Jesus is saying that when you obey his word, your life becomes pleasing to him. And then he and his father show love to you and manifest their presence in your life. And so understand what I'm teaching here, that when your life pleases God, 
Number 18 was you'll be called a, rest- a restorer of the paths to dwell in. Healing and supernatural power will, will flow through your life. 19. You'll delight yourself in the Lord. God will be pleased with your life. And when God finds you, the Bible says his eyes are searching to and fro across the earth for people whose hearts are turned toward him. And when he finds them, he will come and show himself strong and mighty on their behalf. When your life pleases God because of your obedience, you will experience the favor of God on your life. And that's going to be your story in 2020 in Jesus name. Let me go to number 20. I, which is God, will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. I, God, will cause you to ride on the high places of the earth. What does that mean? He's going to elevate you to places of influence. God will elevate you to places of influence. Why? Because of your dedication to him. It's not just promotion. It's him giving you levels of influence in the kingdom and in the world that you did not have before. God can do that. God can put influence upon your life. You look at that. It took fasting and prayer for Jesus to have any influence on the earth. It's very interesting. I mean, think about this. Jesus didn't have influence for 30 years. In fact, very few people knew who he was. He wasn't persecuted. Nobody came after him, meaning nobody nobody came to persecute him, nobody came to shut him down. You know, nobody nobody no crowds were gathering around him to do it. You know, he was just a, a man until he was filled with the Holy Ghost and began to fast and pray. As soon as he was done being filled with the Holy Ghost and fasting and praying, he began to perform miracles. Crowds gathered. Demon-possessed people came to find him. Pharisees started to mock him, started to criticize him, started to persecute him. People started murder plots to take him out. What happened? God gave him a place of influence. And he was a man of prayer. And he was a man of fasting. And he was a man of the anointing. And God will do the same for you. He'll elevate you to places of influence through fasting and prayer. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I remember hearing the story of my cousin Jessica and her husband Steve who were pastoring up, uh, they pastor up in Montreal, uh, Quebec, and uh, they had outgrown the church building where they were holding their services and they needed to go into a larger building. But the, uh, the city of Montreal had basically put a moratorium on church buildings, no more church buildings, no more building church buildings, no more of that, no more zoning for church buildings. And so uh, they decided to go on a 21-day fast and pray. And they did. On the 21st day of their fast, influence. The whole thing was uncovered. Wickedness, corruption on the city council. Everybody was exposed. Everybody was removed that opposed them having a new church building. A whole new group of people were put on into the city council. And they basically ran a a front-page ad in Montreal that not only said a church being persecuted, but because mainly it was an Italian church, Italians being persecuted, religious persecution in Montreal. And the new city council said, you can have any, you can have any building you want and, and remove the moratorium. What happened? 
What happened through fasting and prayer? I'll tell you what happened. God elevated them to a place of influence and opened the door for them to have whatever they wanted. And now they continue to grow. Why? Fasting and prayer elevates you to a place of influence in the earth. Let me give you this final one. The 21st supernatural blessing of fasting. I will feed thee with a heritage of Jacob, thy father. I will feed thee with a heritage of Jacob, thy father. That's financial increase. Financial increase will come upon you. Financial increase will come upon you. And so I want you to hear this today. Expect a financial increase in 2020 as you fast and pray. Listen, set your faith high. Expect that the first quarter of the year will be the greatest financial quarter that you have ever had in the history of your life. Expect this. Expect to say, you know what? I'm going to track even my giving and my tithing for the first quarter. And it'll be the largest amount of tithes that I've ever given. And it'll be the largest amount of offerings that I've ever given in just the first quarter. Do you know how God, how quickly God can work in three months? If you heard me tell the story the other day about David leaving the Ark of the Covenant in Obed-Edom's house in Gath for three months. When David's servant went back to check, he said, it's only been three months, but everything in Obed-Edom's house is blessed and he and his family are abundantly blessed. Why? Because the anointing came upon him. The anointing came upon their home. Everything they had, their possessions, their, their cattle, their livestock were blessed. And the same will be true for you. When God's hand of blessing comes upon you, increase will be there. <clears throat> so expect it. Expect 2020 to be a year of violent increase for you also in your finances, that you will overflow and increase. I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father. <clears throat> you know what God did for Jacob? I mean, think about this. God... <laughs> Man, God did something so powerful for Jacob. You know, when his, uncle, when his uncle Laban was trying to cheat him, when his uncle Laban was literally trying to steal from him, he said, you know what, I'll, uh, I will, um, I'll let you have the cattle, but you can, you can have all of the cattle that are spotted. You know, I'll take all the, the ones that are, you know, that are solid color, no spots, just pure, pure looking cattle. You can have all the ones that are spotted. God moved on Jacob's behalf and started causing all of the cattle that were born to be spotted so that everything that was coming out of the womb was coming out as Jacob's. It came out as his property and everything was, was starting to belong to him. God blessed his father so much that the king of the nation came to him and said, please leave our nation. You've become too mighty for us. You've increased too much for us. God is going to feed you. That's what I just read, Bonnie. Number 21, I will feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. Financial increase is coming upon God's people in the mighty name. Yes, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's going to be published on YouTube. The financial increase of God is coming upon you. I'm going to pray for you at the end of this broadcast and encourage you. It is the very first day of this new year, very first day of this new year. And it's a day to establish the foundation of your year. And I'm going to encourage you on this first day of the year to get involved, set the precedent, sow a seed by faith 
believing that this year is going to blow up for you on another level. You've already seen others giving. People have been giving all week. But you need to step out in faith. Take a moment and sow a seed by faith. Believing God for increase in 2020. But we're going to pray. Why do we pray? Because of the fact the Holy Spirit has to lead us as to what we're supposed to do. He's the one that knows where we're headed. Don't do something that means nothing to you. Do something that takes faith to do that's saying, God, I'm believing on this first day of the year that this year is going to blow up for my family and for me, that we're going to see such increase that people won't be able to believe what's taking place in our lives. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we get ready to enter into this fast, as we get ready to enter into prayer and fasting, I am asking you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you would give us the strength to fast and pray. Quicken us to fast and pray. Give us a spiritual hunger that will keep us faithful on the fast, that'll keep us faithful through every day of the fast, in Jesus' name. Give us a hunger to pray, to pray not just personal prayers, but kingdom prayers, that your will would be done on the earth and in the body of Christ in 2020. Now speak to every one of us to set ourselves in position in this first day of a new year and give us an instruction about a seed to sow. And I thank you, Lord, as we sow it, a breakthrough is coming to every one of us. Finances are coming in in this year like we've never seen. Debts are being canceled like we've never seen by the power of God. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Now take a minute and do what the Holy Spirit told you to do. Those of you that are sowing, thank you, Kim, for sowing a seed. You can sow at miracleword.com. The information's on the screen. You can use Cash App. MWGive is our cash tag. If you're on Periscope or Facebook, you can use hashtag donate to give right in the comments section. Or if you'd like to use PayPal, the information's on the screen that you can do that as well. Now listen, to every person, this is very important, to every person that's giving $100 or more this month, I'm going to give you a book that I have loved for years. And this was really, for years, it was the standard Pentecostal book for fasting and prayer. Standard Pentecostal book for fasting and prayer. It's a book entitled God's Chosen Fast. God's Chosen Fast. For every person that sows $100 or more this month, we're going to send you that book, uh, God's Chosen Fast. It is an eye-opener. And it was the standard for decades for Pentecostals on the subject of fasting and prayer. And we want to bless you with it. So for every person standing with us to see the gospel preached around the world on television, to see these crusades that are done, we're going to different nations this year uh, to preach the gospel, see souls saved. For every person that stands with us and sows, we're going to be sending you God's chosen fast, which will also supplement you during this time of fasting and prayer to... uh, uh, give you more understanding about the subject of, of fasting and prayer as well. And uh, I think maybe on Friday too, I'm going to give you guys kind of a reading list um, of suggested reading for fasting and prayer that I know will help you and that I know will build your faith uh, for this 21 day fast. So I want to say thank you to every person that's sowing and uh, for every person that sows $1,000 or more this month, we're not only going to send you God's chosen fast, but we're also going to be sending you what I said yesterday, a um, genuine leather, New Living Translation Bible uh, made out to you from me that we 
uh, want to bless you with. I love a genuine leather Bible. And so, and I love the New Living Translation. It's one of my favorites that uh, that we use for devotion and for and for uh, even public reading in church. So, for everybody that sows a hundred dollars or more, we're going to send you God's chosen fast. And for everybody that sows a thousand dollars or more, we're going to send you God's chosen fast and a genuine leather New Living Translation Bible. And we say thank you for standing with us in partnership. We love you guys very very much. Don't forget. To get your, um, I believe with you, Gene. I'm believing with you. Complete restoration. Any questions that you have today versus, uh, for anything that I've said, I know that it was a lot of, of points that I gave you today, but we keep these videos up, and so you can go watch them back at your own pace. Plus, these are at the audio of all of these videos are added to our podcast, which is put out every day, and you can get that on any podcast platform and listen to the audio uh, whenever you'd like to. So those video, those audio uh, sessions are made available every single day as well on the podcast. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast, please do so. It's available everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, um, you know, everywhere. CastBox, <laughs> Spotify. Take a minute and subscribe to it, and I'd really appreciate it. And also, as I said earlier, if you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, I want to encourage you to do that. It means a lot to me. It helps me a lot as we're getting the word of God out. And um, you'll see it. You search my name, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. A lot of you are already watching on. We have more people watching now on YouTube than we do on Facebook, which is for the first time ever. Uh, more people are transitioning to YouTube. And I agree. I, th- I like YouTube way better than Facebook. Um, so if you would, take a minute today and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Search my name, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. You'll see it. I think there's somewhere close to 17,000 subscribers already. But jump on and subscribe, and I really appreciate it, and I love you guys. Don't forget that we have the January Kids Bible Reading Mission that you can get your kids involved with, MiracleWordKids.com. And uh, you can jump on with us. It's going to be a great Bible reading mission. And you can download the PDF. All the resources are on the site. And then you can upload pictures to let us know that you're joining with us on the Bible reading mission. Your kids are going to love it. And uh, we featured all the kids in the new edition of the magazine, Miracle Word magazine. We have a full three-page spread announcing Miracle Word Kids and showing off all the kids that have been getting involved in the Bible reading challenges. I love these guys. And uh, so if you don't get this magazine, uh, please sign up at the link on the screen, miracleword.com forward slash live, and uh, we'll send it to you. If you're overseas, we will get you a digital copy of the magazine, and uh, you'll love it. I know you will. And we'll send them to you every time they're released uh, to be a blessing to you guys, let you know we love you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for sowing seeds. Everyone that sowed today, thank you for sowing. And uh, we're going to get you these these books out as soon as possible. And these Bibles, I'm going to sign and send to you and tell you we love you. Thank you for hanging with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to talk to you about what you should do spiritually during a fast. And this is important because this is one of the reasons that many people break their fast before the fast comes to an end. Tomorrow's going to be a very important broadcast because I'm going to talk to you on, tomorrow's the first day of the fast. I'm going to talk to you about what you should do on the fast 
that will keep you from breaking the fast and make sure you maximize the potential of the fast. What you should be doing spiritually that'll help you and it'll it'll keep you sustained through the entire period of the fast. Maybe you've never done one before. This is a great time to start. 2020, it's a great, great year to start. Any questions at all before, um, before we go, I'll take a couple if you have them. And um, I'm excited about what's going on. We're going back to South Africa. I see our friends from South Africa on. I'll be back in April in South Africa, uh, making plans to go back to Brazil this year. Uh, Nations are opening up. I'm excited about what God's doing around the world. And um, I'm I'm really looking forward to preaching the gospel in 2020. It's going to be great. Listen, I'm starting and I I want to see you there. I'm starting outside of Atlanta, Georgia on Sunday. Starting on Sunday through Friday at World Harvest Church in Roswell, Georgia. Uh, That's this coming Sunday, January the 5th through the 10th. Six days of revival. This is a great way to start your year. And I want to invite you to join me. Maybe you can't come for the entire revival, but come for a few days. Make your way. Atlanta is an easy airport to get to from anywhere in the country. And um, and come and be a part of it. It's going to be a powerful meeting. And I want to see you guys there. Start your year in revival. Start your year in revival. And uh, I know God will bless you. If you are up north and would like to join me the week after, I'm going to be in the Bronx in New York City. And uh, I'll be there from Sunday. Thank you, Joel, for sowing a seed. Love you, man. I'll be there from Sunday through Wednesday in the Bronx um, every night. And uh, all the details of these meetings are on MiracleWord.com, and you can get the directions, you can get the address, join me for the meetings. I want to see you there. And then finally, for everybody that's in the Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia area, my father and I are joining up. I'll be with him in Raleigh, North Carolina on the 17th of January, that's a Friday night, uh, for a healing and miracle rally at at the Raleigh Convention Center on that Friday night. So all the details at tedshuttlesworth.com for that meeting. And I believe it's on ours as well, miracleword.com. Get those directions and be with us one night only in Raleigh, North Carolina. You are not going to want to miss it. And then I'm coming back at the end of January. I'm coming back to Albemarle, North Carolina with my friend, Pastor Brian Wright at Boomerang Church for Kickstart 2020. And uh, it's going to be a powerful week of revival there as well. So make your plans to be with us in the first month of this year and start your year in revival. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, Taya said, what if you have stomach issues and can't stay without food? How can we still fast? Um, You've got to be able to do, you know, Taya, I've been been encouraging people. They say they can't do it, you know, to do um, the six to six fast. If, if, if you can do that, do six to six, 6 a.m., 6 p.m. And then eat, uh, you know, at the end of the day, whatever. Uh, and, and if you've got to do it that way, get involved that way. But without question, spend the hour a day in prayer with us. Katie said, do you encourage your kids to do some type of modified fast with you and your wife? I think it's, I think it's a good idea to get your kids involved. Uh, you know, first of all, you know, your kids need to be old enough to understand, uh, you know, that we're pressing into the spirit of God and they need to be old enough to understand what we're doing and how we're doing it. Um, I don't think it's beneficial to just make your kids fast when they don't even understand they can't read, they can't read the Bible. You know, 
I would wait until they can get involved and understand what they're doing, read scripture daily. Like I think Maddie is is old enough now where she could do some of that. But uh, Brooklyn, I I think, would be still a little young to fast. But, um, you know, at some point, you know, you do need to get your children involved. You know, I start I believe I started getting involved as a teenager. Um, But, you know, you can you can do that. But tomorrow's going to be a very important broadcast. It's going to be talking about what we need to do while we're on the fast to maximize the potential of the fast. And it's going to be great. I love you guys. Thanks for hanging with me today. Have a blessed rest of your day. Happy New Year again to every person that's watching. I love you guys so much. And uh, I'll see you again tomorrow morning, 1030 a.m. as we begin the fast. I love you guys. Have a powerful day. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.